Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing understanding property management with smaller properties. I was speaking with an investor a couple weeks back that was asking about hiring a property management company for a three-unit apartment building he owns. And this property is a C-class building in a C-class area, and he was telling me about the different managers he spoke to and what they charged. And after he explained what his proposed course of action was, I had him break down his management and with the potential fees the manager was proposing. And when he factored in reserves and vacancies, he was nearly breaking even, or in other words, his manager was the only one making money. And I find this a case with many small landlords, especially in C-class properties. And this is the reason why I want to record this episode. I see landlords post online about a completed deal and they list some financials, which fails to include many important factors like a vacancy or reserves and their potential cash flow and their ROI. And mistake number one is when calculating potential returns on a property, you need to include all particulars, including vacancy and a healthy reserve that is contributed to monthly. If you're dealing with older properties and Class C properties, you need to contribute more to this reserve. Next is if you own a 1 to 10 unit or maybe even a 1 to 20 unit building, don't use a 5% vacancy that you see all over the internet of people using. You should be using a 7% to 12% of vacancy and make sure you're contributing enough to reserves to cover apartment make readies, or in other words, preparing the unit to be rented again, and you're also including the manager's fee for releasing that unit. Understand what your manager is charging you monthly from the rent, the percentage. Is it rent due or rent collected? Now, most managers are rent collected, meaning that if you have a 10% fee, rent's $1,000 a month, you will pay them $100 a month. But rent due is really just, if it was 10% rent due, that means you're paying $100 a month if they pay or they don't. Understand how much it costs per hour for their handyman. Now, this is very important for smaller complexes um, because you probably don't have your own superintendent or your own contractors, right, that you're going to be using. You're not going to really have a, 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 a probably a lawn contractor or a snow removal contractor in most situations. You'll be using the handyman uh, from your property manager. So find out how much it costs for the mowing lawns, the snow removal, how much for lease renewals, uh, how much for new move-ins. Um, and figure this into your numbers. You know How much are evictions? Will they use your attorney? This is very important. You don't want to find out months down the road when, you, when this happens um, how much it's going to be charged. You want to know up front. How good of a deal are they getting from their contractors? I mean, will they call your contractors? If I have a, hey, if there's ever a plumbing issue, call this person. Are they going to call that person? Um, are their handymen knowledgeable? And this was something that came up years back with one of my properties where a property manager, uh, there was an issue with some outside light fixtures at one of our properties and our property manager called us and said, my handyman can't figure them out, AKA they can't like change them, you know what I mean? Can't replace them and they want to call an electrician. And that just takes whatever you're gonna pay before and just triples, maybe quadruples what the price of that would be. You know, I really want my PM only to call a licensed contractor as a last resort. And most issues do not need a licensed person coming. Yes, if you're running new lines coming through, you know, electrical lines, or obviously putting gas lines or anything like this, plumbing, you know, plumbing lines or anything like major, yes, you're gonna need a licensed person coming through. But most issues do not require a licensed person coming in. And that's really just gonna triple or quadruple what the cost is gonna be to replace that. So you have to know about their own team and how knowledgeable they are going in. The truth is that with smaller properties, the property manager is most likely making more on a monthly basis than the owner. Possibly if there's no mortgage or the owner has owned it for uh, decades, 
this is not true. But in most situations, it is true. You need to work property management numbers into your performa before you purchase, even if you plan on managing it yourself since there's a good chance that several years on the road, you want to hire a property manager. Now, years back with smaller properties, you would get a property for a lower price because the owner self-managed and never included the cost for third-party management into their numbers. And that was always a, a caveat and a, you know, a way of uh, brokers getting around that. Well, there's no self, there's no management fee in there because he self-managed it. So now I'm not going to self-manage it. Um, or even if I am, I want to get a discount on the price because uh, they cost money to manage the property. Today, that's not going to be. It's going to be much harder to do since people are overpaying for all types of small rentals, uh, especially like one to four units where you can get FHA financing and people can house hack. But years back, it was something you could do. Uh, today, they probably won't even have any type of management fees in there. You're and you're overpaying, and you got to put your offer in right away. Next, make a plan before you start. I mean, how many units do you ultimately want to purchase and own, and what is your end goal? Management becomes increasingly less expensive with the more units you own and the closer they are together. You might own 20 units, but if they're all uh, all within the hour drive of each other, uh, it's much different than if they're a five-minute walk from each other, right? So be strategic when you're buying properties and you're planning out what you want to do. Um, lastly, if you are a long-term investor, maybe just hire a part-time handyman as you grow and hire a part-time admin person to assist with rent collection and passing issues along to the handyman. You know, creating your own property management team is going to make you much more profitable while giving you the most control. Or maybe your investment strategy is just appreciation. You don't care about monthly cash flow. Either way, I would have a backup if your plan changes. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.